Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Put your pads on, because we've got an hour of hard-hitting football talk. Starting right now. With movie star quarterback, Sean Salisbury. I hardly recognize you clowns without the underwear on your head. You know, you know what? I'm just happy to be on the football hour and me and my boy, Sean. Charles Berry coming to you live. Last night was unbelievable to watch a sun, Monday night game that was took place in Mexico City. I was excited about it. I know, Sean, you were excited about it. Just to watch the Niners play a complete football game. The offense was rolling. The defense was rolling. The special teams were rolling. That was football last night. And I think that was one of the Niners' finest football games of the year. I agree. Good to be with you, Low. Sorry about that. You know, a little technical malfunction. Our Tuesday before Thanksgiving here on 95.7 The Game. We'll be back at it on Monday next week with the group. Sterling Cam here as well. We'll be here for an hour to talk. And, and Low, it was. May have been as complete a game as they've played all year. You know, they took care of their business. They put it on. Sluggish start, then got into it. And the rest is history with the way they dominated. A couple numbers and... We're on the same page, myself and our great production crew and you, Low. Since McCaffrey's been a member of this football team, and they've had a few changes, 3-1, and one, 29 points a game, right around uh, almost 400 yards a game, and they're completing on third down 55%. This is different. They move the line of scrimmage, and what I love is they don't have to wear anybody out in doing it. And it's going to lead me to this, Low, as we open 888-957-9570 here to call in and give us your thoughts. And I'm going to start this. We always start with the quarterback and in, in when we talk about teams, and especially this team. I think that they're the most complete team in the NFC right now. I'm talking to you, Cowboys. Yes, I'm talking to the Tampa Bay. I'm talking to Minnesota. I'm talking to Philadelphia. I think they're the three seed right now, considering they were the wild card oh, two weeks ago or battling for a wild card. Low, I, I need to know. Somebody needs to tell me. Why, when I start my morning and I go up and turn on the TV and national TV, it's still, can you trust Jimmy? I know it's going to be there. It hovers with Dak. It hovers with, with Cousins. We're getting, I, I get it. But I just don't know why when they lose, it's Jimmy's fault. When they win, it's somebody else's credit. So the trust factor for Jimmy, why in the world he's playing really solid football, what's not to like? What, what, what am I missing? What's not to like about Jimmy with this team right now here in 2022? There should be no issues. I can take you to New York with the Jets. I can take you all over the country to find issues. Green Bay. What's wrong with uh, what's not to like, Lo? 
I don't think there's anything not to like. What I got to see and what you're seeing now, I think you're getting a complete team. And I think Jimmy's starting to settle in and understand his weapon tree and what he has. Last night, when you've been asking, where's Kittle been? When you look at Kittle, he's unguardable. Kittle's in the same sentence as Travis Kelsey. Yes, Travis is probably a bigger target. And yeah, he might be an avid. You know, you could, you could take Kelsey because maybe just he's a little bit more dominant. Maybe. But he's unguardable. If you watch Kelsey and Mahomes, the page that they're on, he knows that to sit down instead of run to coverage. He sits right in those windows. Jimmy G has the same thing in Kittle. And once this, once they get on even a better page, because last night you start to see it, and it was masterful to me because he got Kittle involved. And if you can get a tight end involved, Sean, when I think about Peyton Manning at his best, he had Dallas Clark. When I think about Tom Brady, you know, he had Gronkowski. When you think about, uh, you know, Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers had a guy by the name of Antonio Gates. When you think about Kansas City when they're on rolling, they had, you know, a great tight end, your good friend. Tony Gonzalez. When you think about tight ends, they are chain movers. Even the Patriots, the old Ben Colts. When you think about great tight ends, they're chain movers and they're the quarterback safety blanket. And now when you see the Niners, the way that they had Kittle and Jimmy on the same page and with the other weapons around them, like you're saying, what is there not to like about the San Francisco 49ers? And there's nothing because Jimmy has more weapons, in my opinion, if the offensive line, like we always say, if they hold up and they keep running and doing things they're doing, I think he has a complete amount of arsenal to do some big things. The most he's ever had since he's been yeah. in San Francisco. I, I believe that, too. As same with Kyle, that the at his fingertips to what he can dial up you can dominate a game and only get Debo 12 touches honestly 16 touches you know seven catches from McCaffrey and another 12 touch I mean you're talking both of them can get under 20 and 15 touches and still you can take over a game I love when Kittle's involved hell you can even go back to Aikman with Jay Novacek you can go to Romo with Jason Witten Dan Fouts with Kellen Winslow the list goes on and on Lo, you you are 100% correct the Mark Bavaro Phil Sims they're a guy honestly you go it doesn't matter how far you go back they all they have that there's that guy Wesley Walls and Brent Jones for Montana Steve Young so you know when they made that transformation over to Steve from Joe uh, they just and what they didn't have in the tight end, they got Tom Rathman in the flat and Roger Craig, right? They got him involved, too. So we've seen this, and you're right. And I, I had Steve Jordan in Minnesota, and people asked me who my best receiver was. I had Chris Carter. I had Anthony Carter. I had Hassan Jones. And when I, I knew Steve Jordan was going to finish no matter what. So we all have that crutch to lean on. And I, I like the way they're playing. Jimmy is, continues to show me that when he's on a good team and doesn't feel like he has to be a hero, he can in, actually become a hero. And so I look at these NFC teams, Lorenzo Neal, Sean Sosbury, 888-957-9570. This is uh, uh, 95.7 The Game, along with Lorenzo Neal in the football hour. I, all right, right now, who's got more weaknesses? The Minnesota? I'm going to roll through a few. The Seattle Seahawks or the San Francisco 49ers? More weaknesses. Which team? It's Seattle. It's Minnesota, it's Vi- Minnesota Vikings, San Francisco 49ers. Right now, you got to say Minnesota. The inconsistency, what they've shown you on defense and offense. Okay, I'll go to Philadelphia. And you may say, I mean, that's a loaded roster, too. They're similar. But why is Jalen Hurts better than Jimmy Garoppolo? Look at the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. I, I, I better, don't. Better I, runner? I think, I, better runner? He's a better runner. Yes, you've got to give him that edge there, a better runner. A guy who can improvise maybe if the pocket breaks down. No question. But just far as just weapons around... I, I, you, you, you can't say that there's a team. Now, Philadelphia has some, I mean, Minnesota and Dallas, they have some good weapons. That's not, I, I'm not going to sit here and say they don't have great weapons. Oh, they all got good weapons. They said, who's got more, who's got the bigger weaknesses? Uh, you, you're yeah. low, you can go to the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Kellen Moore calls a great game yesterday. Uh, let's see, what's today? My, on Sunday, 22-25 for Dak. They run the football. That's their identity. I've been begging for Kellen Moore to stick to the identity, and you're going to be fine. Micah Parsons, they got it, but uh, you can't tell me that their offense is more explosive I mean, than the 49ers. I mean, no. 
that if the Pollard looks apart, but McCaffrey can run, and you got Debo, and you got C.D. Lamb, and you got George Kittle. They, they they're good, but they don't have the tight end that the 49ers have. And both offensive lines are pretty solid when they're protecting. They got some studs on. So um, we got Bosa, meaning in San Francisco, who's and they they got Micah Parsons. I mean, I can't. I mean, they they got linebackers, but they ain't no better linebacker than Fred Warner, right, Low? When you lay it out like that, that's why I'm saying the Niners, for the first time in the NFC, I think when you look at last year, the Rams, and you saw Tampa Bay, it was still loaded. For right now, it's wide open. When you talked about it last week, Sean, you said, hey, look, Lo, yeah, if you look at just look at records, you got to give Philadelphia because what they've done. You don't want to just, you know, pass that up. You got to say, look, let's give them some credit. But when you say, who scares you? Who, who's out there that scares this team? San Francisco 49ers, they're in a great position right now when you're going through the NFC and talking about teams that are better and what positions they're in, even though they hire a seed. No one scares you. There's no one that jumps out on this list. I see exactly what you're doing going through this list. And as I said, there was one team that's comparable that can do a lot of the same things that they do. And yeah, you would look at Dallas Cowboys. But a team, man, that people aren't talking about, and me and you, Sean, we like them because they're physical and they make things happen, is the Commanders. They're grinded out. They're playing great defense up front. They got a good front four. They're going to get after you. I think them and the Niners may be the two hottest team right now in the NFC. Uh, they are, and they got a quarterback with energy as long as he plays smart, and they're down four as nasty as hell, man. They are. They came into Tech Houston last weekend, beat the dog snot right out of the, the, the Davis Mills. They dominated the line of scrimmage. For my mind, I'm just going to tell you, Lo, and we're going to get to our callers, 888-957-9570. Uh, if, you had to, if you had to hold my feet to the fire and say, make a bet on who's going to the NFC Championship game, I'm just going to tell you. I would have a hard time betting against the 49ers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm just going to tell you, don't let Brady and those guys get on a five, six-game roll going into January. Nobody's talking about them. They've won a couple in a row. They're running the football. Their roster's loaded. Their defense flies around. I just, I'm just telling you, they go into Cleveland. They win this, and it, they win it with, with authority. You best keep an eye on them in December because... <laughs> I know how good number 12 is in January. That's their whole key. Be careful, NFC. I'm just telling you. Just keep an eye. It's pretty guard there, but there's four or five teams that can win. You're right about Washington. If they protect the football and that that quarterback with that energy, that down four is going to get you some balls and then do some balls on defense to do it. Let's get out to uh, East Oakland. Matt, welcome in. Here with Lorenzo Neal, Sean Salisbury, and happy Thanksgiving to you. Matt, go ahead. Can you hear me? We got hey, you, my sorry, friend. The phone cut out. Um, listen, I just want to say I wanted to respond to, uh, you know, which teams have the bigger weaknesses. And I think that the main take-home point is that the Niners don't have any glaring weaknesses. The big question mark was quarterback, and now we know Jimmy can get the job done. Uh, we've got an incredible defense. We've got a run game that's hard to stop. Uh, Jimmy's making things happen through the air. So uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't see who beats us in the NFC. I really don't. Um, and that's all, that's all I had to say, guys. Thanks. Matt, I, I'm with you. I was on a show today in Tampa, and I was talking about them, but I – and a, and a couple other places. I, I think that the San Francisco 49ers, for my money, if I had to bet a team right now, I would take them in the NFC. But, low for a couple of weeks, we've been talking about this, that they're starting to move in the direction. There's a few things they need to fix, but I, when I say glaring weakness, I'm talking about where it's like, oh, man, if they don't do this, I mean, they're, they're in trouble. They've got a brilliant play caller, a guy who's got weapons, John Lynch has done a masterful job of getting people in here. I mean, he he really has. And it's starting to click. The quarterback looks free and relaxed, man, doesn't he? He looks just, Garoppolo looks as if, you know, I don't, like, I don't know what's going to happen in 2023. I really don't give a rat's ass. I, I feel like that's the way he's playing. We know his teammates love him. Look about the, look, compare and contrast what's going on with the Jets and how they're feeling about their quarterback right now. What's going on with this team and how they're feeling about theirs and how players rally around. I don't know. I don't know where you're going to find a. Oh my gosh, they suck there. You're not. And Matt's exactly right. Low, this team six and four. I know it's crazy for us to be saying, you know, six and four. They're the number three seed. Well, sometimes football's just bunched together. 
But as long as the 49ers don't beat themselves, they can beat anybody. I can't listen. There's some teams that even if they don't, I mean, if they play a perfect game, you could still beat them in the NFC. If the 49ers don't beat themselves and just do their thing, they will be in every game because that defense will keep them hanging around and they've got enough weapons to break your back if they need to, Low. And it was a it was a turning point in the game. I think it was the second quarter. It might have been the first. It was third and five. And they put McCaffrey out in doubles where he was the widest guy. They made him play to Z. He was the widest out. And he ran a slant route. Jimmy stayed with him. And you remember that play, Sean, I'm talking about? He hits him right in the numbers, moved the chains, third and five. He picks up seven yards. And I said, okay. This is going to be scary. And number 25, I forget the kid's name, 25 was guarding a good corner. They put a they put a safety or corner on McCaffrey, and he beat him on a slant route as a back. I'm telling you, when that happened there, to me, I said, okay, this team can match up anywhere. They are right now with McCaffrey in the passing game, what you just created. I'm telling you, it's going to be tough because he doesn't have, long as, like you said, if they don't beat themselves and they're in third and four, third and five with the receivers and the, and the running backs that you can line up in space, oh boy. It's oh a boy. mismatch. It's a mismatch issue, Lo. You know how people go big and small, but when they're both in the game and one's in the backfield, one's in the slot, you, you flip out McCaffrey, who runs a slant route like a wide receiver. If you bump a linebacker out on him, you're screwed because the linebacker cannot cover him in space. If you put a safety on him, same way. They can't run with him. If you put a corner on him, now you're, you're limiting who's covering the true wide receivers, right? So there's other mismatches to be had. And, Lo, we both had, I, I know the exact play you're talking about, and you know what my favorite play was, which told me number 10 has a complete idea what they're trying to accomplish they're protecting the ball down there in the red zone, which he needs to do. Was he came back, looked to his right, tried to run the angle route to McCaffrey. It was not there. Flipped his hips, hips backside in the red zone where everything, so people understand, we always call inside the red zone, the back, they have 12 men because the back of the end zone gives you a 12th man because they don't have to cover 50 yards of field. So everything's compressed. The window throws, the windows, the tighter throws, everything's compressed. So you must be on time, accurate, and protect your receivers. Everybody's got to play a little more. Understand, you're, it's more of a phone booth. You're not playing in space. He goes to the right. Wants the quick angle on three and a hitch. Doesn't like it because it's covered. Flips his hips back to the left. Ayuk runs the, the, the slant post and stays skinny. It, it might have even been a whip route at the beginning part of it. We saw the end. And it stays skinny away from interior coverage and on the outside and enough space where he split the difference. And Jimmy had a tight window. Flips his hips. Rip shot to Ayuk in the hole. Protects him. Takes the hit in the end zone. They score the touchdown. It told me, one, he knows where everybody is, but didn't like it. Didn't waste extra time. Bam. Flip your hips backside. Get your eyes on the coverage. And he kept him skinny instead of flattening him into coverage or stopping him too short of the goal line and put it on his shoulder and allowed him to protect himself for the touchdown, Ayuk goes up and protects it. So we both have, but I mean, it's as plain as day. When I see a quarterback use that full field in the red zone, but with urgency, not hurried, but urgency, tells me Jimmy Garoppolo starting to understand everything Kyle wants to get done. Great play call. That's getting back to your second, third, working your backside, full field read, and you get a touchdown on the guy who was not your read coming off the ball when it first snapped. Let's get out to Brett in Walnut Creek. Brett, welcome in. You're with Low Neal. I'm Sean Salisbury, 95-7, the game, the football hour, and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy early Thanksgiving to you, gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, everything you guys have been saying is right on the money. I, I mean, wow. That I mean, Shanahan was in his bag yesterday. I mean, that was the most complete game I have seen from start to finish, literally. I mean, I know they essentially scored, what, 38 points in two and a half quarters, because they didn't even score in the first quarter. And right. they shut it down with 10 minutes left in the fourth. I mean, when the play calling before pre-23, McCaffrey, you kind of was diabolical. It was boring. You knew what was kind of coming. Now he's got so many options and weapons. I mean, it's just fun to watch. And I'll just tell you right now, if they stay healthy, obviously health is the big one. I don't see anybody getting in their way. Anyway, that's my take, Colt. I appreciate it, Brett. Thank you very much. That's a great call. We're going to get to Sean here in Livermore in one second. Just to back that up, low, and you have a comment, too, is that uh, I love the fact. Think about when McCaffrey was in Carolina 
great player, but just kind of getting lost. We weren't really talking about him. Or it's just like, what are we going to use? And remember, Lo, we talked about a month before McCaffrey. Somebody, they're going to try to move him to get assets, considering 49ers were a team at the top of my priority list. They get him, and look, just with him on the field with that threat does, low. It, it changes the whole dynamic, even if he doesn't touch the ball, even if he doesn't touch it. You're, you're absolutely right, Sean. And think about, we're not even talking about the other running back, uh, <laughs> Elijah Mitchell. Right, right. <laughs> who, who, who we mentioned all these weapons, and he's oh, by the way, and he's a player, right? Exactly. The guy is a player. He's a downhill runner. He can make guys miss. You got him and McCaffrey on the field at the same time. You line McCaffrey out wide. Now you run a draw or a screen. You have caused this defense to say, am I going to go dime or nickel personnel when I got two of the tailbacks in those? Both these guys can run routes. If you keep, if and McCaffrey can go out receiver, and now what are you going to do? Are you going to go nickel or dime personnel? Or are you going to stay in base because you got a running back? And if you stay in base, now if you run the ball because Elijah Mitchell can make you miss and run guys over and he's fast. Oh, so now look what you look what the kind of look what your defense, the compromise your defense has to make. So I love what they're doing. I love what Cal Shannon's doing. And guys gotta go out and execute. And that's the thing. They're executing the plays that Cal's calling as well. Yeah, Kyle has got to love going to work right now. <laughs> it's like, ooh, I'm in the lab. Let me see what I can do with this. Let me add this to the to the mix and see what I can do. Alex in Ontario, hold on. Sean, let's get to you. we got about 45 seconds before we go to break. But, Alex, if you'll hold on, you'll be our first in Ontario coming right out of the break. But, Sean in Livermore, happy Thanksgiving. Let's get to you. Oh, he dropped. Okay. Uh, Alex, hang on. We're going to take a quick break because I don't want to cut you short. Just be a little patient with us. We're going to step aside for just a second. Lorenzo, Neal, and I will be back as we continue to roll on along with our great uh, with our great production crew of Sterling and Cam and uh, Sean if you want to call back you can jump in just a few minutes away this segment was sponsored by Save Mart that's Save Mart this segment sponsored by Save Mart much more to discuss in our final 30 minutes before we give way to Dan Devone and Alan Styles and we're coming right back on 957 the game it's the football hour Sean Salisbury Lorenzo Neal Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Football Hour with Sean Salisbury and Loneal on 95.7 The Game. Yes, we are here. Lorenzo Neal, Sean Salisbury, along with Sterling and Cam and great callers. And Alex has been on hold. We're talking 49ers. Who's the team to beat in the NFC now? Um, the 49ers are just getting started. I think their best football still ahead of them. Last night was a good idea, Lorenzo Neal, of, of what I think we're going to see the rest of the season. They look peaceful 
Jimmy looks like he belongs. Like, I'm not worried about the future, as I said. I'm just going to take care of my business now. Looks like he's got a great grasp of it. Of it. And after what he went through and all the, 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 and I don't mean it's just on the 49ers, but all the up and down and Dow Jonesing of up, oh, I'm going to be here. No, I'm not going to be here. I'm getting traded. No, I'm not going to get traded. He's the starter. No, I'm the backup. And kind of at times people nationally left him for dead, you know, football dead, and has rejuvenated himself and has put the 49ers in a really good position. Let's get out to Alex in Ontario. You're with Lorenzo Neal. I'm Sean Salisbury. Happy Thanksgiving, Alex. Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I actually had a question for Sean about McCaffrey, but, uh, you know, I definitely think that he's definitely, you know, one of the next NFL greats, but, uh, you know, his, again, his speed is unmatched, but uh, with regard to his speed, uh, Sean, do you think that that's because that McCaffrey actually has three balls? That he has three balls? Is this supposed to be a, a joke here? I, I don't know. No, this is no. I, I, no. Uh, what do you mean three balls? He has Explain. three balls. Mm-hmm. Well, he has three it, balls, Sean. This is common knowledge, man. Uh, well, who is this dude on? Well, good. You know what? If he's got three balls, give him a fourth. How's that, Alex? And if my aunt yeah. had balls, she if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. So there you go, man. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 Anything else? No. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to the dumbest call of the night, but I, I, I don't have any idea. Uh, well, I, I don't know. I mean, if there was a, I did, if there's a pay, but if there was a payoff to it, I'm all in. If he's got a good, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, I thought he was going to say, hey, do you got any, how, how do you hold, do you got any 15-pound balls? How do you hold them up? You know, like they do when you call the bowling alley when you're in the fourth grade for a prank, right? I don't know. I'm not real sure where the payoff of that. I mean, I was looking for the punchline. Yeah, you want the punchline. Right, three, right, Three right. balls, I guess. Well, I guess if you got an extra one, it gives you extra energy. There you, so there go. you go. And he waited through the pit. He waited through a break to tell us that. Yeah, good, good. Hey, listen, if he's playing that good with three, hell, maybe we can loan him a fourth and he could be that good if he's that fast. So uh, there you go. Um but I'll tell you what, he'll go inside and outside. So I, I like I said, I'm all for a good, I'm all for a good uh, ball joke, low. Yeah, but right, right, I, I got right. there's got to be a little more payoff. Um, I only got two, so I can't imagine what three's like. So yeah, man, they're good, good plenty gracious. for me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't need a third one. Thank you. Back, Bill, man. How do you do? Do how do you view the two-headed monster with, with the way that Cal Shanahan deploys these two backs? Love it. How do you? Do you, what do you think about these guys and how good they can? What's their ceiling? Have you seen? Do you think you've seen enough, or you think these guys have a lot more left? Oh, I think there's a lot more left. I think you're toying with how you deploy them during a game, low and you know. Here's what I love too. If you really need Debo, I'm using. Let's use the three we're talking about. But let me use Debo as a wide receiver, but play running back at times. If you use the three of them, imagine this now. Think about. All of them, if at one point, if somebody has to miss a half due to a little banged up ankle or a little, a little sore, you tell me the other two or one of them can't carry it 25 times or touch it 20 to 25 times, they can. Capable of it. So I, uh, I do. I love the deployment of those two guys. You got the guy in the backfield that can carry it, and you can load it up and run it 25 times there. I love the fact you don't have to worry. I'll put it this way. When I play Tennessee... I know what I have to do every single week with one dude, right? You know who you got to stop, and you know how you got to win. And you got to stop that dude, and play action becomes good. It's, it's Derrick Henry, and you do it. We know, we know in, in New York with the Giants what their go-to is. We got two of, look, look what two of them does in Dallas, Slow. Look what two of them does in Dallas. The way you can, uh, Pollard running wheel routes for touchdowns and dra- Dak dropping on. You can't cover him in space with a bigger guy, right? And if you decide to go small, then they can line up and push downhill and run right over you. And then you take a look at McCaffrey. He's got that same ability, right? And maybe even more because he's a been a better pass catcher in his career. In his career, so the deployment of it. Look around the teams. The, the Tampa's starting to pick that tempo back up. They're running with two of them, man. They're running with two of them. So that, that is a, first of all, depth-wise. Secondly, you can create a lot of mismatch issues with personnel groupings on the defensive side of the ball. I love the way they're doing it. You're the guy who's been back there blocking for guys for 16 years. Tell me. What do you think about it? 
I absolutely love it. And I got to give some credit to Juice, too, watching the sweet plays and Cal Hushek out on the perimeter, springing guys, knocking guys free. But here's what people don't realize. When you have two tailbacks like the Niners have that can get it done carrying the ball and, and catching it by the air, think about you put Debo and Kittle and Ayuk to one side. So you got trips to one side. And now you deploy McCaffrey and you put him by himself out there. Are you going to put a linebacker or if it's safety? Now, the safety in the back of the field, if you put a safety on him, the other safety is going to have to lean to the three. They're going to have to lean to the three receiver side. So now you saw McCaffrey beat a guy on a slant. What about when it's the slant and go? See, I think you're going to see McCaffrey, in my opinion, Sean, I think McCaffrey is going to have over a 50-yard touchdown in the air. I think he's gonna. I think you're gonna see him line them up on, and he's gonna be to a side, and he's one on one, and he's gonna run by some people. I think McCaffrey is going to be huge in this passing game down the stretch, and it's gonna become a nightmare. And then if you cheat the safety over, now okay, they're gonna pick another weapon because someone else is gonna have a one to man covered. So I really believe the way that they're running the ball with these two tailbacks, with the, and especially Mitchell, how he can hit it, and he runs through guys. He's shifty. He's got speed. I think that these two backs are going to be, they're going to be hell. They're going to be uh, hell. Low, I, I got to come clean, man. And I, I'm, I'll probably get some resistance from some that are listening. 888-957-9570 here on uh, 95.7 The Game, the football hour with Lorenzo Neal. Is when he came here, my visual as, as a guy who thinks offensive coordinator like, how I'm into the formations and personnel groupings and how am I going to deploy the guy. I was actually more excited about him mismatches elsewhere than I was in the backfield. I know he can rush for 12, I and mean, I know he's a hell of a back. Don't misunderstand me. But I'm a full believer, honest to God, that if I, if I woke up next year and said, man, we're loaded in the backfield, what are we going to do with McCaffrey? We don't have to. We can put him wherever we want. Dude, I believe, I, I believe he's a 100-catch guy in the slot. I, I, I do. I, I believe so. For me, my excitement—you know—you try to get your running backs healthy. I understand why they went and got him, but I was thinking, okay, the guys—they're not out for a full season as they start to work back in their health, and Elijah's back in it. My excitement wasn't lining him up in the I formation or running RPO, fine and dandy. My excitement was when I motioned him out of the backfield or line him up and run a slant route or a sluggo route, a slant and go, or get him on a linebacker who jump, who, who bumps out with him or a safety, and we, run, we just run a straight, a straight line run by him or a stutter go. I, I was looking more, I was more excited about the, the deployment in the passing game than I, would, than I was in the run game. Of course you get excited with the way Kyle and they design the run and the way how good they are at it, but I felt the biggest mismatch was going to be when you decide both of those guys are at the wide receiver position with Mitchell in the backfield, um, th that's where I get excited. I, honest to God, I can put one outside. I can put him on the same side. I can stack him. I can run Kittle as the point man in a bunch. I got so many different things I can do with this formation. So it was the passing game out of the backfield option routes on third and five where I give him a three or four way break. I, my excitement was, yeah, running game, great. My excitement was... Good luck defense trying to deploy yourself and how you're going to defend him and adjust to him outside the running back position in the other places. You're watching because the way how excited you are, then I got it flat out ask you. Besides, of course, Debo and Ayuk, who's your number three receiver? He is. <laughs> Well, Kittle, I mean, I, I well, get course, it, but George well, Kittle, is going to block. Well, Kittle's a tight end. If you're talking about yeah. he is. Because I, I, here's, what, here's what people have to understand. He's just not used to running routes. It's one thing to be able to run routes, you know, pop out of the backfield where you're checking your linebacker assignment. He doesn't come. You get out and run your flat route. Or you go right now on a free release like a scatter scram where you got no blocking assignment. Right. We run you on an arrow route to the flat. Or we swing you out on a curl route, and you're the late go-to guy, and we hit you. I, listen. I can make the he, – he, he'd be the number – I can send him to a lot of teams right now and say, we got to switch positions. We're moving you to – we're tired. We don't want you taking punishment. Even though he's a 205-pound, 200-pound body, he's not a small guy. He's a big, thick dude who can run. If I was one of those where I said, no, we don't want you running back, dude. We're, we're like a catcher who moves to first base. Okay, Low, right. get my right. point. You got yeah. Buster Posey and say, oh, you know what, we're going to move your Joe Maurer. We're moving you to first base the last four years of your career. 
Because yep. why? Because I want to save your legs. I need your bat, and I want your leadership. And, we, and, and you've been crouching for 8 million pitches and innings, so let's get you out there for a little more freedom. McCaffrey, I'm just saying, if you're telling me I can, I can roll through this league right now, and I can line you up and say on half the teams in the league tomorrow, he's their, he's their number two receiver on half the teams right now. Right now. Dude, he's the number two receiver in Dallas. Now, understand what I'm telling you. If you line him up outside with C.D. Lamb as their number one, I know they've got players. Don't, you, I could make an argument in the slot. You're telling me he can't catch 100 balls like Julian Edelman in the slot? Come on, man. I'm not saying I'm not, Edelman was good, but McCaffrey's quickness and he's quick twitch and he's sudden and he also is big. I, I think he creates major mismatch problems. To me, if I was calling plays for Kyle Shanahan, I'd be like, damn. But I could, if I wanted to make him a full-time receiver, he'd finish in the top 10 in catches with the right, for, with, with the right offense. I think he's that good at wide receiver. Tell you right now, if Cal Shanahan doesn't have him, you know, on third down in that in that slot position, of course you got Debo and Ayuk and Kittle. But if you don't put him in that slot position on third and four and five when you need a guy to win, like you talked about to Adam, he is quintessential because of what he can do. You're talking about in and out, move quick, he's fast, coming out of breaks. I tell you, I really believe that Cal Shanahan will deploy him more in that slot, and now you still can have a bell cow at running the ball still. So now you have Kittle in the slot position, and you have your running back still in the game, two backs and 22 personnel. So I really believe this, this offense is going to continue to excel as long as they have these guys healthy. Now, think about this, and real quick, one before I get to this defense that has been their staple the whole time, and we just said Bosa keeps putting, getting pressure. Amenahue, who we had here in Houston, and they moved him, and look what he's doing now in San Francisco with pressures. We know Fred Warner and uh, Fred Warner and Greenlaw are flying around. I mean, they're, they're everybody's doing what we need them to do if you're a 49er uh, fan 10 weeks 10 games 11 weeks into the season so for folks that are listening when we talk about uh, go big and go small you heard Lorenzo Neal talking about nickel and dime package just so you can kind of paint, paint a picture of what we're talking about and I'm not trying to insult I'm, I don't ever want to talk under the expert or over the person who's new at it but just kind of explain when in your normal personnel if you lined up 21 person with two backs and a tight end and two receivers old school, and McCaffrey had Kyle Juszczyk in front of him, they'd go big, meaning they'd put, if they were a 4-3 team, they'd go four down, big guys, and they'd have three linebackers, and you'd play your coverage with two corners and two safeties. That's your normal uh, first normal person. We are in such a specialized time in pro, in pro football that I don't Hell, guys, maybe they're going empty on first down and 10, and, and going empty on third down and a half a yard. And so that's why we, when teams, when they got four and five and six DBs, why we hear corners and all that are so important. Because now I want you to think in your mind, they go big. You're in your normal personnel. And all of a sudden, but that normal personnel has, even if you're three by one and, and McCaffrey's in the backfield, you say, well, my linebacker can cover the tight end. And then you got three receivers, or if you're two by if if you're old school, two uh, tight end, two backs, and and two uh, running back, two backs, two receivers. When you go big, that means you're keeping your big linebackers in the game because you want to be able to stop the run. When we say go small or bring a nickel and dime, that's just an extra DB nickel and an extra guy dime. And if they want to go more than that, whether you call it quarter, how many defensive backs you're going to bring in. Now, when you got Debo and and Ayuk and Fred, I mean, not Fred, but uh, Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and Debo and McCaffrey and Elijah in the game at the same time. You can't go, you can't stay in your normal big personnel. And here's why. Imagine a 245-pound linebacker. Had, now, you don't want to, here's the problem. If you go big and stay big, I'm just going to throw the ball all over the lot because your guys can't cover my fast guys in space. If you go smaller and say, let's go dime and get two extra DBs in because McCaffrey can run and we got to have a guy on Debo and we got to have a guy on Ayuk and we got a strong safety slash outside linebacker, a Sam, a Rover type back that's physical enough but can run a little bit on George Kittle. So if you go small, guess what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to motion him back in, or I'm going to, and I'm going to run the football, and I'm going to get my guys on you. They're going to block you, my five on your five, and we're going to wear you down. We're going to wear you out. That's why you love guys that can cover and are physical enough to take on the run. Those guys aren't around all the time. So when we say go big and go small, that's what you face. Not everybody has the flexibility the 49ers have to deploy guys who can play running back 20 snaps a game each and carry it and then flex them out and still keep a 1,000-yard type running back in the backfield. Now if you're a defense, you're like, what the hell do we do? We go small, Kyle's going to run it a 1,000 times. 40 times they're going to wear us out. We go big. I can't have a 245-pound linebacker cover McCaffrey in space. Right. That's the problem, though, they face. So it's just so you guys get a, a visual of when Kyle, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. like, okay. And then all of a sudden you motion somebody out and go empty. Somebody's got to go with him if it's man. If it's not, now you're really hosed. You're screwed. So right, you are. Uh, the, 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 you're, you're, you're in a problem. So, all right, low to the defensive side of the ball. What's the bigger strength right now? Defense or offense? Forget the numbers, personnel-wise. If you're yeah, playing the me, 49ers, who are you more afraid of? Offense. I'm telling you right okay. now, it's because right now you still don't have Ormstead, and you look at that defensive front. Nikki Bolsa is required to do a lot, and the guy can play. And, and 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 you got some guys that are making plays. I get that, and they they're playing well. But you you have a lot of injuries on that defense. The offense right now, I think, is scary. Like you alluded to, making teams go nickel and dime, go two DBs and taking out two linebackers, or going taking out one linebacker and going an extra DB. This is this offense, in my opinion. I think it's more. I think it's more going to be more scary than the defense, and the defense has been a staple. I uh, couldn't agree more. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll quickly and play rapid-fire phone calls. So I want to get everybody in. So if you could make your point precise and pound it home, and we'll get to everybody. Let's start, I think, Dawn and Sunnyvale's up first. Dawn, Dawn dropped. Okay, how about uh, David and San Leandro? David, welcome in. Happy Thanksgiving. Gentlemen, you, it's a master class. I, you guys could be talking about some Pop Warner team, and you got me hooked, but uh, <laughs> to make it quick, um, is it um, Stevie Wonder driving a Ferrari? I mean, you got all these weapons. Is Jimmy G, uh, I really think Jimmy G is not the guy to do it. Like, everything you guys are breaking but, down. But, but why? I don't think... He's not, he's not, he, he, he misthrows, he puts guys in jeopardy. I really think he's not the guy to do it. I love you guys. I'd listen to you talk about, I don't know, Jacksonville, but I don't think Jimmy G is the guy. Thank you. Okay, David, let me ask you a question. Don't hang up. Don't, don't hang up, David. Don't, don't hang up. Yes, sir. Do you have Google in front of you? I do. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, right. I'm being. I, I just and I don't know after yesterday's game, but do me a favor. Look up his completion percentage for me this year in 2022. Just, just, let's just, just for the hell of it. Uh, while, while while we're doing this, and we'll get we're going to get to Bobby here in a second. But I'm just. I don't. I, I'm not looking it up because I'm talking to you, and I haven't looked it up tonight. I follow him pretty closely, but uh, I mean, but I mean, I, I know you're going by past history. I, I I get it. I, even and, and, even this year, Sean, like a low even this? said it. Like they barely beat a wounded San Diego or uh, L.A. Charger team, and then and then the Chargers get some weapons back. But why are you mad about barely beating? With, they can hang with the Chiefs, but then well, why, why when it we... comes to Jimmy going against Mahomes, he can't. They can't hang. Okay, well, who can? Right, right now, now, see, David, you, you got to, and I, we appreciate the great compliment. We're grateful that you love a master class in this. And I, the reason I'm asking, because I'd like, you know, I'd like when somebody calls in and has an answer, I got to, I got to push them on it. So maybe I'm not watching the same game you're watching. I understand the past to Jimmy and what we need from him, making the common throw in big games, not the uncommon throw. Those are not, not the off schedule behind your back. They, you know, everybody's going to make one of those once. It's the common throw that you got to make in the flat and on the slant route and coming back to your check down and hitting a bang post and an out cut on time. I, 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 those are things that he's got to make in a Super Bowl in the fourth quarter with a lead on Mahomes. But you're going all the way back to Mahomes in that Super Bowl. I get it. But let me ask you this. Who is beating Mahomes in a, in a shootout? We, we, we compare everybody. That's like me saying, well, Muhammad Ali in his prime, hell, you couldn't knock out Muhammad Ali. In his prime. I'm, I'm not, you get my point. The guy who's the dominant. Well, of course not. You got to get a little bit lucky, too, and get some help from your friends. So I'm just curious 
what you've seen in Jimmy this year that tells you we can't. Of course, you're going to have that. It's going to be hell. It's like when you're playing against LeBron or Jordan in their primes, or Kobe Bryant, or right now Steph Curry. Damn, when they're on, good luck. Grab a good supply of body bags and take your ass home. I get it. But I can tell you what Kansas City doesn't have. Matter of fact, in truth, do you know that the Kansas City Chiefs have less weapons offensively than the San Francisco 49ers? And the great equalizer is obviously the quarterback. But that guy's better. He's going to win the MVP. And Tua's going to finish second. But remember how we were talking, the world was talking about Tua last year? Ah, I don't know if he's a few. The dude's in the running for the MVP right now because he got a coach. He's accurate. So, again, I, I, hopefully David's still there. David, I I, I, you got. I think the biggest that? thing, I think, I think what David yeah. doesn't understand, I think, David, what you don't understand, Sean and I are not saying that we're taking Jimmy G over Mahomes and Herbert and, and you know, we know what Buffalo Josh Bills Allen, has. Right. Josh He's Allen. playing better than Josh Allen is right now, though, Low he, he, he is. He, he really is. Less mistakes. But we're just saying with the weapons that he has, and if Jimmy doesn't beat himself with the plethora of weapons and the way the defense and the running game, this team can beat anyone. And we're not right. saying that Jimmy's the best quarterback in the league. Well, no, but we're saying right now the way that he's playing, the efficiency in which he's done, he's shown tremendous upside and shown tremendous maturity. And, yes, he struggled coming in. But you have to realize the whole season he went through shoulder surgery. So you got to think about the shoulder surgery he had. Then you got to realize he was playing backup. He didn't even get any practice during training camp because he was injured. He comes in in Denver and everyone says, oh, he was horrible. Yes, he was horrible. But he had rust because he hasn't played. I could roll through every quarterback in this league that's had a game. Now, David, David, you're, I, I love your point. I get it because if I'm thinking in the past, I'm with you. I get a little nervous. Will Jimmy make the throws that you're talking about when he's playing and he feels the pressure to have to throw, match throw for throw against a, uh, Pat Mahomes? There is no doubt, David. Your point is well taken. Much respect on your point. I just don't. If Jimmy plays within what they got, if Jimmy doesn't try to be a hero, I guess is my point. Right. With don't these weapons, he can write. Now, yeah, imagine Mahomes with these weapons, and uh, of course, Pat would love to have these weapons. Jimmy's got them as long as Jimmy doesn't feel like he has to be Mahomes. But your point is well taken. I understand people's trepidation about Jimmy, but I'm just going to go by this recency bias. He's playing pretty solid football right now, and really that's all we need him to do. Let's quickly get to Bobby and Fairfield to wrap up our callers. Bobby, but David, thank you. Good point and great compliment. We appreciate it. I'm going to ride with Jimmy until he proves me wrong uh, again, but Maybe this time it won't be, and maybe Jimmy's elevated another level, and I couldn't pull for him any harder. I think he's the most disrespected starting quarterback in the league for a guy who wins. So we'll leave it at that. Bobby, what's up as you wrap it up? we got about 45 seconds, brother. Sure, I'm going to be very short. Uh, I want to thank you, uh, Sean and, and, and Lowe. You all are taking us inside the control room, and you are giving us a preview of a supernova. I believe, I'm a 49er fan, and it is scary. When you think about the weapon they have, and Jimmy is falling right in sync. We're, we're looking, we're probably looking at a supernova of offense. Something we've never seen in the NFL before. before, And it's going to play out in the next few weeks. I think the biggest, uh, uh, this is like a pre-Super Bowl. The biggest uh, uh, chance or uh, uh, challenge that we're going to have is Miami. Because Miami is almost like San Francisco East. They're not completely like the 49ers. But you, you should see an explosion in that game. I think we'll see it in about three weeks. In about three weeks, some of the things that you are talking about tonight is going to be on display in that game. That's Bobby? Great point. You're right. Look at the home run hitters they have. Look at the way you have to defend the 49ers. And guess what? Jimmy's, Jimmy's an accurate thrower that's physically limited in certain areas. Same thing with Tua. If he's late throwing the ball, he gets himself in trouble. When he's on time and accurate, he's completing 70%. And get those guys the ball in space, Tyreek Hill and McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Waddle. I mean, look at the, the – and, oh, by the way, the guy who's calling the plays, both coaches are pretty familiar with each other and how to deploy weapons. That's a great point to our callers tonight. 
great stuff, man. We love it. We, we it's okay to disagree and and go about it. And I, David, I'm gonna be watching because you may be right. I guess maybe I'm pulling for Jimmy to prove. I want Jimmy to put all the pressure in the world on everybody to say, "Damn, look what he did coming back." Great sure. story, and his teammates got his back. So, low final thoughts, real quick, before we go on the next week against the Saints. The Saints, I know that they can be good. I just don't. I, the Saints to me this year are just another. They team. don't have it. Uh, no yep. question. They don't have it. When the Saints come marching in, they're going to get rolled. But anyway, I want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Thank you for being a part of me and Sean's life. We love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. You guys eat some turkey for me. God bless all you all. Lo, I love you, man. And guys, be kind. Love Not you. everybody at this holiday season gets to feel. I mean, when we're all happy and you, but there are people that are going through. They've lost loved ones during this time of year, and it's a tough time of them. So be kind. Offer it to be you. It's much easier to be kind than it is to be an idiot, and uh, and it's tough times for some. So be kind. Happy Thanksgiving. And I am like Low. Low, I'm grateful for you, Cam and Sterling, and everybody here at 95.7 The Game. I'm grateful. I love our listeners. I love the banter. I have a passion. I love what we do. And this is my favorite holiday because it's not about gifts. It's about being together and conversing. So to everybody out there, be safe. Tell your loved ones you love them. I know it's cheesy, but I don't care because I'm cheesemo when it comes to holidays. And, I, and I, I have a love for you guys, and I love Thanksgiving. So have a happy one. Lo and I will be back at it next Monday. And uh, I know I'm proud to be on the show with you, Lo. So happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. I love you, man. Feelings mutual. Love you, too. Peace. All right. There you go. This has been the, the Football Hour, 95.7 The Game. Up next, Dan Devone and Alan Styles, brought to you by Fremont Bank. It's 95.7 The Game. And that's what's up next. The game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. To my crew, we love you, man. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you next Monday. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t